looking for nude French tutor. I need to bone up on my French for work, and I need a tutor. I know I learn better when my attention is held, as if in a vice. If you could put your legs around his throat, like a James Bond villainess, that would also be helpful. He just learns better if the notes are in your cooch. Also, you should be comfortable removing your clothing as your tutor, creating an incentive for me. It's like strip poker, only more poker. Poker. I think I'm getting the hang of these verb tenses, but I think I'd retain a bit more information mid-orgasm. Hey, don't learn shame this guy. You do not have to have accreditation. Remember, he needs this for work. Dave, I've noticed you still don't speak any French, but you're always hard. Hi, I'm Monica Hamburg, and this is Craig's Lost from Dazed and Convicted. Please, please, don't listen to my daughter podcast. It's terrible. Hello, and welcome to Craig's Lost. I have been gone so long. You should write a country song about me. So let's just get right into it. This is what I have going on for you this time around. We have a Craigslist ad about a replacement wife, an amazing and super legit casting ad, and I'll also give you some insight into the open mic scene. Enjoy. I am so excited about this. I cannot even tell you. So I'm working on a story for the stories we don't tell, and it's about my acting experiences, and a lot of which involve people trying to sleep with you, or ads that say no nudity, but then you must be comfortable with nudity. So now I'm looking through Craigslist, and I come across this capital letters: "Hey, you want to be an actress?" Exclamation mark. Question mark. I think it should be just three question marks and then an exclamation mark. Like, what are you thinking? She needs to be single for this acting role. It would be hard to act when you know you have a partner at home. You're like,、ah, I'm trying to focus on you, but I'm really seeing another dude. Yeah, I'm I'm a method actor. Hi, he spells hi like he's hi, and that's possible. Hi, I'm a filmmaker looking for an attractive young woman to play the lead female role for my next film. Must be comfortable with scenes that involve nudity and sexual content. Yes, I am real. All caps. And this is legit because if you say it. That in itself is proof. I am not a sick fucking pervert who's gonna mack on you when you show up wanting to audition. All right, and I said it, so it's true. No prior acting experience is required. That's definitely a sign of legitimacy that you don't care about their experience or their skills. If you're interested in the role. How would you know? You don't know anything about the role. He just said you had to be attractive and young, but nothing about the plot. 
Do you care whether it involves alien creatures reproducing? Or it's a drama about a divorce? Doesn't matter. You're legit. If you're interested in the role, please email me a photo of yourself. And if I like what I see, then I'll let you know if I'm interested. And then in all caps, he writes, I am not looking for anything sexual, exclamation mark. So do not email me with any sexual offers. Why would you propose something sexual to someone who is looking for an actor with no experience and casting solely based on a photo for a part that is not described that involves nudity? How dare you? This Craigslist ad has just the sweetest, most sensitive title. Seeking a thick, single female to replace my wife slowly. I think it would be a lot of fun to find the right curvy, thick, single female of any race to replace my wife. Become her, assume her place, start doing the things she does, and start taking her place. How about you coming over one Saturday night and putting on one of her dresses? and putting on the wedding ring. And we can go out as husband and wife while she stays at home. Oh boy. This isn't a subtle plan. I think the wife will notice. I'm seeking someone who can be loving and dependable and would love this idea. That is the very definition of loving. Someone that is willing to take your wife's ring off her finger, maybe just pull it right off her, maybe with a hacksaw, put on a dress of hers and just let her stay at home. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about her. It's like one of those TV shows where one of the actors leaves or gets canned and then they just put another actor in there and just pretend nothing's different. Is that what's going to happen with everyone that knows this guy? It's like, uh, hey, where's your wife? Uh, th- this is my wife. No, <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Like the, your wife, Sandy. Sandy. Yeah. This is Sandy. Okay. And then they just back away slowly. Also, you don't know it's going to work out until you try. So you go to her place and you're supposed to do the things she does. Well, we don't know what she does yet. So you get there, she's a stilt walker. Then does he try someone else? Is it just a revolving door of auditions? And then eventually his wife's like, Hey, you know, I keep lending out my ring and my dresses, and you keep calling them by my name. Am I getting a clone? I get a lot of strange dating messages. Fortunately, I'm part of a show called Tinder Tales. I'm going to begin with uh, a guy I saw on OKCupid. He went by the name Dishfucker. <laughs> but even better than that, and about your life, there's nothing better than Dishfucker. The first line in his profile was, I'm really looking for someone awesome. People tell strange dating stories, and I read unconscionable messages I've received. This is going to make it to a future 
live show, and I thought I'd share it with you first. Sometimes you get the one word, hey, ho, hi, yo. That's not helpful. But then there are people who write so much that you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be the first page in his manifesto. So I've been back in Toronto from London, UK a few years now, which is that it's not relevant, right? Like, (laughs) it's not even a recent move. And every day I just shake my head of how real estate prices keep going up and people's common sense keeps going down. No matter what the guy's talking about, starting on a negative is not ideal. Every day I just shake my head. Every day this guy wakes up and he's like, I can't believe the rents are this high. I take this as a personal affront. Real estate prices are of no consequence to me. I live in a city, and anytime you live in a major city, rents are astronomical. And that is a very basic tenant of living in a popular city. It's not ideal, but it's the price you pay for living somewhere that everyone else wants to live in. You live in a place where no one wants to live there, rents are cheap. I get that I will never own property. I get that... I need to die within the next 10 years to be able to even make it through the next 10 years. So he continues with, I came back to Toronto a few years ago under undesirable circumstances. That is vague. Did you get a divorce? Did you murder someone, bury their body, and have to leave the country to avoid arrest? And after a few more life snags, (laughs) I'm going to use that for everything now. You know, even for the most awful circumstances. And what is slowly emerging now is a dreadful story of what appears to have been a mass suicide. Just a life snag, like your coat catching on transit. A snag. And after a few more life snags have been watching tons of stand-up comedy and shows-slash-films to keep me afloat. Fuck. Then he continues with, am I funny myself? I didn't ask. I had no questions for this guy, I have to tell you, from the very beginning. Am I funny myself? Maybe. But sometimes it seems like my life is right out of a Seinfeld episode. Well, everyone's life. Seems like it's out of a Seinfeld episode. That's why that show did so well. Because it touched on all the minutiae idiosyncrasies of daily existence. Are you going to anything at Just for Laughs this year? I would like to see Bill Burr, Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, and whatever else. But would prefer to go with someone who can appreciate humor that's more on the dark side. Last month, I missed Ricky Gervais last month as I didn't want to go solo. It's it's a stand-up show. You can go by yourself. I'm an adult who can go places on her own. Happily, I love my own company. I have a podcast where theoretically I talk to people, but really, I'm talking to myself. So he goes, last month I missed Ricky Gervais last month, as I didn't want to go solo. But there's also Louis Black. Chris Rock and Jim Jeffries coming up. Yes, sure. You don't have to name everybody. 
I've seen Chris Rock and Jim Jeffries before, but that was like nine years ago in London, which seems like a completely different era than the shit show that's happening these days. I work downtown in nine to five. What do you think his attitude's going to be about his job? Do you think he likes his job? Like he's, he's going to tell you what it is and how much he's enjoying it? Do you think? I work downtown in a nine-to-five that slowly sucks the life out of me, but it pays the bills. I'm into a lot of music, too, and go to a lot of concerts. I am seeing Depeche Mode tonight at the ACC for the 23rd time. The great thing about him is he manages to alienate me at every sentence, which takes considerable skill. Can't stand Drake. I didn't ask. He had to insert some negativity in there. He was like, I was being too positive. Clearly, I liked something. That's not going to gel with this girl. I thought I'd keep it light for this first message. He legit wrote that. He thought he was keeping it light. He's sitting there going, okay, didn't talk about decapitating anyone. Yeah, I think I, I think I did good here. I thought I'd keep it light for this first message. I'm not going to venture into... Sex stuff, unless we meet. Good. I was really hoping that would be part of a first meeting. We also share a 97% match in case that matters to you. Well, I feel bad about myself since that is our match, so it does matter to me. But I should also let you know that uh, the uh, child molester that I met last year on OkCupid, he and I also had a... uh, Very high percentage match. I mean, I don't know if you want to rank in the same place as that guy, who's now looking better, mind you. If you want to find out a bit more about me, send me a message. What else is there? He's told me everything. The great thing is, I could print this out, put this under my pillow, and then, when I'm invariably murdered, the police will not only be able to figure out who did it, but also have some nice light reading. Airbnb listings can be somewhat strange. Sometimes they'll have a section with what you're supposed to do, especially if it's a house that has a few people. There was one that was care for this home with more respect than you would show your friends or family. That is a bit excessive. You don't know what relationship I have with my friends and family. Could be exceptional. But this one, I think, is the strangest, because it just resorts to poetry. This is how the listing starts. About this listing. Our story, ordinary and repeated, not even like singing loudly, verse. Just from this lifetime, the other side of the river, I rely on you as you count on me. Close your eyes in the tiredness. Rest. Feel you, low, breathing. And you, constant body temperature. I'm in. Bleached by time. White hair. Time to say good day. The city said good day. Street as the river. Flow away. Okay. (laughs) What the fuck? 
I mean, I understand what the poem means, but it's a bit much, you know, like I'm, I'm a little creeped out by uh, the references to uh, feeling me breathing and my constant body temperature. So I felt I needed to write a poem in response. In the midday, it is my fingers that search, but my mind that wanders. My weariness is second only to confusion induced by your listing, which intermingle so thoroughly with my tears. Airbnb host, our story ends here. Belly bloating for two theatrical plays on DVD. Wanted urgently. We are looking for one to two young male actors who are willing to gain excess weight for two different scenes in our theatrical plays, which are the following. Mark's son and Rob meets Christian and Mitchell. Oh yeah, those famous plays. Cats, Hamilton, and Rob meets Christian and Mitchell. Then it says, we are asking you to gain up to 200 pounds. We will send you the script, sound effects, music, and costumeless to you by email. We ask you to film the scenes at your home and edit them. Then send us the video file by email. I cannot even imagine a context under which you can just splice in this guy progressively gaining weight in different scenes all by himself in the apartment into another thing. The deadline for these scene shots will be on Wednesday, March 15th. It was like a period of maybe three months. 200 pounds in three months is intense. And the company is called the Reality Play House Team, which if you Google, you will find zero information about. Although they did have a French version, so it's nice that they're inclusive. I like imagining that French version. Je ne peux pas croire que vous êtes mon parent, perdu depuis longtemps. Vous êtes si grand. Oh là là, je suis excité. The Frog in the Backpack is a UK podcast that has cringy examples of what open mics are like. They asked me to write and record an example. There's lots of really amazing comics in Toronto. But what happens in any open mic scene is that you get a whole bunch of people who have horrible garbage thoughts and they can't tell people around them because they might have tried and someone shut them down. So they're like, where can I say these misogynistic, racist, homophobic thoughts I have? Ah, yes. Comedy. So, uh, my cousin's gay. Yeah, look, I'm nothing against him for being gay, but uh, does he have to be so gay? It's like, dude, when you walk, do we need to imagine your asshole being stretched out? I'm glad we're cousins, so I don't have to worry about him trying to fuck me. We're not in the South. I'm a taco guy, and I'm not a burrito guy, you know what I mean? I love pussy. I fucked one yesterday. Oh, man, it was so loose, though. Girl, do some Kegels. You know what I mean? Make an effort, right? Look, I make an effort to keep my heart on, even though you're like a five or a six. And then they can't even make an effort with their snatch hair, you know? 
all those feminists being like, don't shave, down with the patriarchy. Yeah, let's get the patriarchy down there, you know, with the lawnmower. Thank you so much for listening to episode 128 of Craig's Lost. If you're in Toronto sometime in fall, I will be doing the live show again. So you can go to craigslost.tv to find out the date for that. My website is monicahumberg.com. That's M-O-N-I-C-A-H-A-M-B-U-R-G.com. Please follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's usually my name, some variation of my name. You can find all the links to that on my website. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, here's a guy who was completely plastered, was what seemed like the only audience member of our show, and before the show, tried to get me to work for his very vague real estate marketing company. He also wrote me a poem, and if you couldn't already guess, had some hat made out of feathers. Then he got up on the mic, sang, and around where this cut off, it's because he broke the mic. His voice actually broke the mic. And so for the show, we had no mic. Ah, yes. Comedy. I can't get to know girl reaction, but I try, and I try, yes, I try, oh, I try. I can't get no when I'm driving in my car, and a man comes.